This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. I am recording dually today on nofilter.net and on iHeartRadio. So uh, you're going to be able to check this out either place. Glad to have a little audience here with me, taking me back to the days when I was uh, taking questions and calls, and I got a couple people on. Caddy John is with us, the infamous Caddy John. Uh, used to be a regular on Sirius XM days. Now he's uh, following the Hank Haney podcast on iHeartRadio. Appreciate that, Caddy John. And uh, Jim is joining me as well. So I got a couple people already logged on and maybe you guys have a question a way you want me to go with this podcast today but the first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, the Pebble Beach AT&T Pro-Am okay Uh, Justin Rose wins I was looking at this yesterday they had to finish on Monday Justin Rose wins his first win since 2019 he is kind of uh, on the comeback trail he's 42 years old his 10th win on the PGA Tour Justin Rose is probably a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's got one major. You got to count all the European Tour victories. You got to count the Ryder Cup as something. Uh, you got to count the Ryder Cup as probably uh, pretty much in terms of his Hall of Fame career. And I would have to say that uh, every win he has from now on is putting him closer to the Hall of Fame if he's not already in there, but he probably is a Hall of Famer. He's certainly a Hall of Famer in commercials. I was talking about this the other day. Uh, his uh, Fizzlecone commercials, or whatever they call it over there. Uh, he's got the Fizzlecone and uh, Morgan Stanley, I guess I think it is. I, you know, I can't even remember what it is. Morgan Stanley, I think. Uh, he's the face of Morgan Stanley. It's amazing. They've done a great job marketing him. Here's a guy that's on more commercials than anybody. I mean, it used to be Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler was on all the commercials and uh, wasn't uh, winning anything. Uh, Justin Rose hasn't won since 2019, and he's won 10 times on the PGA. One major, won the U.S. Open at Marion. Great win. Uh, I always said he putted good enough to win one major. Uh, he's in a category 
uh, with a few other players. Sergio Garcia putted good enough to win one major. Adam Scott putted good enough to win one major. Justin Rose putted good enough to win one major. I noticed he was going with a new putting style. You know, for uh, a, a few years there, he was using the flat cat putter grip. Had to, had to, the flat cat was designed so that both sides, your palms would be facing the hole, and it was a, it was a wider grip, flat on both sides. Justin Rose ends up turning the putter grip uh, at a totally different angle and then puts with it that way. He was using a, a, a claw grip, a saw grip, putting it with it like that. And sure enough, Flat Cat decided, hey, yo, well, you can use it both ways. You know, their whole their whole marketing pitch was, you know, it, it lines your hands up, you know, where your palms are perpendicular hole. But then as soon as Justin Rose started using it the other way, oh, yeah, we can use it anyway. And uh, I noticed that Justin Rose is no longer using the flat cat putter grip. Now, I assume, I'm just kind of making an assumption here, uh, that's because he got uh, didn't have an endorsement. They didn't pay him, and we went to something else. And he went back to a conventional method. His hands are kind of double overlapping, but a real conventional method. And this is what happens sometimes with people who you know are a little yippy. And generally, when you putt with that saw grip or claw grip in your right hand, the only reason you would do that is if you had a yip in your right hand, but he was putting conventional. A lot of times people think, you know what, if I, you know, I think I could go back to conventional. I could go back and putt conventional and they kind of end up doing pretty good for a period of time. We'll see. We'll, we'll kind of see how long it lasts. But Justin Rose is also someone who uses the aim point, which you're seeing more and more guys on the PGA Tour doing the aim point, which is when they straddle the line. And what they're doing is, is they're figuring out exactly what the slope of the green is. It's a one, it's a two, it's a three degree slope, percent slope, three percent slope. And the reason it's one, two, or three is because if you take a tour speed green, and you have more than a, a, a 3% slope or 3-degree slope, then what's going to happen is the ball's not going to stay on that, that slope. So you know that anywhere you are, it's 1, 2, or 3 degrees. You see the players are holding up fingers. When you see them holding up one finger, it's 1, one degree, 2 fingers, 2%, 3 fingers, you know, and then you got the 3-degree three, three slope or the 3% slope, whatever, whatever it's called. Anyway, it's a great method for reading greens. And a lot of players, you know, I, I've said this is the best method you could use for reading greens. And I, I think the only reason somebody wouldn't use that method for reading greens is if they were just too lazy to learn it. And it doesn't really take much. The biggest skill you have to get is you have to be able to distinguish with your feet whether you're standing on one degree, two degree, three degree slope. That's it. That's all you got to be able to do. If you can do that, then you are good to go on aim point. You calibrate how far you hold your arm out away from your body. You hold up the amount of fingers based on the, the, the slope, one, two, or three. Uh, if you're sure it's a one and a half, you put the fingers up and you kind of cross them a little bit. So it's like equivalent to one and a half fingers when you're holding it up. And that's how you read the greens. It is a phenomenal method. And a lot of people that have really gotten better at putting are using this and a lot of players on the PGA Tour use, use this more and more and more. And I, I tell I, I sent one of my junior golfers who's 11 years old to take an aim point class 
uh, a couple weeks ago, and he took the class one day, couple hours, 11-year-old. This, this system is designed for players that are kids to learn, and it's absolutely incredible the results that he got and how much he loves the aim point. So it, it, it's, a, it's a, a, a cool system. So I maybe give a little bit of the credit to the aim point, a little bit of the credit uh, to whatever method Justin Rose is using. I'm sure he's working with a putting coach. But uh, he putted good enough. He put, He finished, I think, top 10 in putting. Same formula all the time. 80% of the time on the PGA Tour and a player wins. Top 10 putting, top 10 ball striking. Justin Rose did that at the AT&T Pebble Beach. And he is back in the winner's circle, proving once again, proving once again, how difficult, how incredibly difficult it is to win on the PGA Tour. That's what they say. They say that over and over, even against a field like that. Can you imagine? It's so difficult to win on the PGA Tour playing against a field like that when you couldn't even recognize a couple players in the field. Justin Rose was there. He's one of the biggest names. They had Justin Rose, Jordan Smith, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew Fitzpatrick, last year's U.S. Open uh, champion. They had uh, Jordan Spieth, who, who, who is sponsored by AT&T, so he had to be there, and Justin Rose. And sure enough, here's what you're going to see in these non-elevated events on the PGA Tour. You are going to see that it is not that difficult to win on the PGA Tour because the, the tournaments that aren't elevated are one step up from the uh, Corn Ferry, which is the uh, tour to get on the tour. And that's pretty much the way it is. And so you take a player that's trying to resurrect his career, Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, players like that. Why wouldn't you show up at these elevated, unelevated events, non-elevated events, show up at as many of them as you can and play in those tournaments against Corn Ferry kind of competition and you can pick up a win on the PGA Tour, and you can say you've won again on the PGA Tour. That's what I took out of that tournament because I'll tell you what, that is uh, that is a weak field. And I think that's the way it's going to be on the PGA Tour as we go forward. Now, Caddy John wants to know what shaft uh, Justin Rose has to go along with his new putting style. I, I'm, I'm not, you know what, I, I couldn't say. I don't know what shaft is. I know that that the big thing in the putting shafts are these combination composite shafts there's a there's a they're part graphite part steel and the whole idea uh my friend barney adams from adams adams golf back in the day has a great putter shaft that does this and the whole spiel is is that there's absolutely zero twist and zero torque and all the testing shows that you putt better with these shafts and that's why you're starting to see a lot of manufacturers use them and when you see, and I think there's a couple different brands of them, the pitch is going to be the same, kind of the sales pitch with all of them. But when you see the putting shafts that look distinctively different, and there's two different kinds of materials in there, uh, steel and graphite, then it's a pretty good bet that it's one of those one of those kind of shafts. So uh, how much does that have to do with it? Maybe it has a little bit. I mean, obviously the players wouldn't use it. I always look to see what the players are using and... In particular, I look to see what the players are using that don't have contracts with a particular company. It's one thing for people to, you know, uh, 
pitch what they what they're being paid to pitch. I mean, everybody knows that. Okay, and I, I that was one of the things that was so frustrating for for all the years when I represented uh, different companies, and I represented those companies, and people would just rag on me on social media about how oh you're just saying that because you know it's a uh, it's you're they're paying you. Now I would say okay. I didn't say a lot about equipment when I was representing Nike. I could say plenty about their shoes, plenty about their shirts, uh, plenty about their, you know, shorts, uh, you know, hats, but I didn't have a lot to say about their clubs, okay? But when I represented TaylorMade and I represented Nike, or I represented TaylorMade and Callaway, I would say, you know, this equipment is great, and it is. I mean, the t- listen, there, there's great club manufacturers. I think, you know, Ping is a great club manufacturer. I think uh, TaylorMade, Callaway, PXG, uh, Titleist, you know, Cobra's got really good equipment. Mizuno's got great equipment. I mean, Strixon's got, you know, there, there's so many great companies. But it's hard to argue the success that, Callaway has had with their irons, and now their driver. They have, they've had they've had a couple runs with the driver that were really really special. This paradigm or whatever it's called is supposed to be really special, and they had a, a, another you know good run with with their another driver a, a few years back. And and TaylorMade seems to like always have great drivers, and TaylorMade has great irons too. But it, it, it's crazy how you know people say, "Ah, oh, you're just saying that because." You know, they represent what not not necessarily, maybe in some cases, but not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> all right. Kenny John wants, I thought the new putter shafts were more anti. Yep. Well, the, the, the deal is, is when you have a yip, you got you got a disturbance in your stroke. you got a, a little wiggle in your, you know, in your hands and you got a little hitch in your get along. And the idea is, is that those shafts are supposed to help calm that down. Now, one thing that calms a, a, a wiggle or a yip down is more weight in a, in a club. And that's just born out of the, the, uh, the theory that they use with uh, eating utensils for Parkinson's patients and, and people that suffer from Parkinson's. So to help them eat when their hands are shaken, they have a, a heavy spoon or a heavy fork, heavy knife, and it, and it helps them. So heavier putters help. A heavier grip on a putter will help. And then, obviously, a more stable shaft would help. I mean, if you've got a little wiggle in there, you don't want that shaft wiggling around along with it. You know, you want, you'd want something stable. So I think that is, is a little bit of the pitch. Although, once again, I have not seen the, uh, you know, specific testing that anybody has done or heard anybody talk about the specific testing that they've done on these shafts that could tell you or show you that uh, the uh, shaft is so much better for the yips. How much better it is? Yeah, probably. You know what? There's a, a, a putter grip that's made by Flat Cat, and it's called the Solution. And it has a 100-gram weight at the bottom of the grip. So right at the end of the grip, there's a 100-gram weight. 
And when I tested that, and I'm the one that came up with that that grip and that idea for Flat Cat, when I tested that, it calmed down the disturbance of somebody's yip about 40%, which is a lot. I'd like to see the testing on these shafts. I'm sure it's part of their sales pitch, but I would like to see the testing that says that it calms it down and what percent it does calm it down. I'm not sure if if that really exists, but uh, if it does, you know, I'd like to like to see it for sure. All right, um, Minnesota Tim is on too, which is it's good to hear from Minnesota Tim. Uh, how can I will in putts like Tiger? Well, the first thing you need to do is play golf, Minnesota Tim, uh, and that's going to be a little hard to do when you're up in Minnesota and it's freaking twenty below up there. You know, so that that's not that's not probably happening for you for quite a while. So you can just uh, sit home, uh, turn, put the fire on, uh, get there in your uh, in your uh, you know heavy coat, and you can think about uh, what it's going to be like when it uh, thaws out out there, or maybe when you go ice fishing, you can you know maybe. Stand up in the tent and uh, work on your stroke a little bit in there, just kind of pretending like you're not freezing your uh, rear end off. But until then, you don't have to worry about willing any putts in because you're up in Minnesota. That's why you're Minnesota Tim. So don't, don't, don't worry about the putts. But in all seriousness, to will the putts in like Tiger Woods did, and that is definitely something he could do, it seemed like he could do. I mean, like if I if I was picking somebody to putt for me, I would pick Tiger Woods. He asked me one day, he said, who are the best putters? When I was coached on tour, people would say, oh, you know, Lauren Roberts is a great putter. Or Brad Faxon is a great putter. You know, people always say, Brad Faxon is a great putter. He's one of the best putters on tour. I'm like, eh, you know, in all, in all due respect. I mean, how many putts has Brad Faxon you know, made under the utmost pressure, which would be like hole in putts to win major championships. I told Tiger, I said, I said, listen, I said, who's the best putter? I said, you are. That's as simple as that. He said, well, who, who else, who else would you say is the best putter? I said, Jack Nicholas. you and Jack Nicholas, because you two have hold out the most amount of putts for the most that has mattered and, and make no mistake about it. You know, and people can talk about all this live golf. I love when they talk about live golf and it's an exhibition. They're all, like I've said, I've said this many times now, they're all exhibitions. That's all they are. There's four real golf tournaments, four. The Masters, the PGA, the U.S. Open, and the Open Championship. Those are your four tournaments. Everything else is an exhibition. Pebble Beach, definite exhibition, okay? And... You look to me at the best putters. They're the ones who have made the most pressure putts for tournaments that mattered most. And those are major championships. And that's Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods. Now, how did Tiger will him in? Well, it starts with the fact that when, when he would hit putts, he, <laughs> no, Tim, the, the 3M tournament in Minnesota does not matter. That is a, just a figment of your imagination is what that is. But I, I understand your loyalty toward Minnesota and, and the Minnesota teams and the Minnesota tournaments and everything. 
All right, so here's something about Tiger's putting, okay? He had the most consistent stroke that was ever measured on the Sam Putt Lab. The Sam Putt Lab measures like 20, 30, 40, I don't know, 50 things in your stroke. The length of the stroke, backswing, length of the stroke, follow through, speed of the backswing, speed of the follow through, the acceleration from the top. Uh, does the putter face deviate inside, outside? What's the rate of closing of the, cl- of the club face? That The loft of the putt. I mean, it just measures so many different things. The Sam Putt Lab. And what happens on the Sam Putt Lab is that when it measures all of this, okay, it it spits out all this information. Where you hit on the center of the club face, all these different variables. When Tiger Woods would would putt on the Sam Putt Lab, it was like you could record a hundred strokes, and it was like one stroke. What the Sam Putt Lab would do is would be measured like 10 strokes at a time, and then it would put a little hash mark line for every stroke. So like if if you swung it back and one club, one opened three degrees, it'd put a hash mark at three degrees. If one opened four degrees, it'd put a hash mark at four degrees. If one opened five degrees, every single one that Tiger would make would be exactly the same. It would make the same amount of backswing, the same amount of follow through, the same amount of 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 uh, club face rotation, the same amount of acceleration. He had the most consistent stroke on tour. So it's it's one thing to say, oh, this guy's great mentally. Well, it's easier to be great mentally. And I'm not saying Tiger Woods isn't the greatest mentally because he because he's, he's it's it's him and Jack Nicholas in my mind. And, and and you know who knows who's the 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 greatest of those two, but those are the two. But when you look at it, to say somebody is just, he always so great mentally, well, yeah. It's like I tell people. I said, you know, you know, when they say, is golf 90% mental? I've used this quote many times. They say, is golf 90% mental? I said, yeah, that's probably about right. Golf's 90% mental if your other 10% is 100% correct. See, if it's 100% correct. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. <laughs> Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. This is a, a fun way to do the podcast because you guys can, can ask me questions. Okay, uh, Caddy John, 
Um, what should we be looking forward to most at this year's Phoenix Open and any standout memories of Phoenix Open's past? Okay, well, here's the thing on the Phoenix Open. By far, hands down, Phoenix Open, to me, number one tournament on the PGA Tour, not even close, not even close. No tournament comes close to the Phoenix Open. Why do I say that? They'll have 250, 300,000 people out there this year. And I heard the ticket prices are $125 a piece. That's what they got them up to. I, I can't tell you how many people are asking for tickets for the Phoenix. Like I've got some poll or something with the PGA Tour. I mean, really? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, people are, hey, Hank, you got any tickets? You got tickets? You got tickets? Everybody wants a ticket. I went to the concert the other night. Adam Levine, Maroon 5, played at the concert. They had a concert, and they have it on Saturday night before the Phoenix Open. It's on the 16th hole. They set up this amazing stage, and the stage rotates 360 degrees because that's a whole, the whole Coliseum there three decks of 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 uh boxes all the way around the 16th hole there's a little section about halfway from the green to the back of the green where you can like general admission everything else is a box and i heard these boxes like they're not big okay and i don't know you know you can buy obviously different size boxes but like a regular size box, pretty small, pretty small box. It comes with a ton of tickets because not everybody's going to be in there at once. But the box, you know, might see 10 or 12 people. I don't think it even seats that many, but you can stand up in there. I heard it's like $140,000 for the box. And they've got three levels of these boxes. They had this concert out there. It's unbelievable. Absolutely incredible, the job that the Thunderbirds, they're the charitable organization that runs the Phoenix Open. It is incredible. Most unbelievable thing I've seen. The Phoenix Thunderbirds who run the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, do the most incredible job of running that golf tournament. And that is why the Phoenix Open raises the most amount of money for charity of any tournament on the PGA Tour. And that is why that, along with the attendance, which raises money for the charity too, is why I say the Phoenix Open is the best tournament on the, on the PGA Tour. I've said this for years. I, I said this is how every single golf tournament should be run. I remember back in the day, I was at the Salesmanship Club which runs the Byron Nelson tournament in in uh, in Dallas. They a couple of their guys. They all wear red pants. Okay, these guys, the salesmanship club, and a couple of the red pants guys asked me. He said, "Hank, what do we need to do to get a better field?" And I'm like, you know, because they're trying to figure out how they could get Tiger Woods to come in, and Tiger Woods wasn't coming. There. He wasn't coming to the Byron Nelson. Soon as Mister Nelson passed away, that's it. Nobody, nobody went to the tournament anymore. Uh, but I told those guys, I said, listen, you jack around remodeling the course. You worry about this. You worry about your field. You're worried about, why are you worried about that? Make the tournament an event. 
Make the tournament a happening. Make the tournament something that everybody wants to go to. That is what the Phoenix Open does, and that's why it's the number one tournament on the on the PGA Tour. So what 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 we have to look forward to, Caddy John, at this year's Phoenix Open is if you go there in person, you got a lot of sightseeing because it's going to be seventy five degrees at least. I, t- I can tell you right now, this is one of the things. <laughs> I know what the Phoenix Open's all about because I know all these guys that go. I've not, I, I don't even go to the Phoenix Open, okay? I went to the concert the week before. People say, Hank, you're going to go to the Phoenix Open? I said, no, I'm not going to the Phoenix Open. First off, I don't drink, okay? So that's one reason why I wouldn't go to the Phoenix Open. Second thing is, is I coached on tour for like 35 years. I went to probably 20 tournaments a year. I, I've probably been to 700 PGA Tour events. I do not need to go to another PGA Tour event, okay? So I won't be at the Phoenix Open, but my wife goes, okay? And she will go there and check it out. Here's what all the guys in Phoenix hope for, okay? They hope that it's warm weather for the Phoenix Open. Okay, why do you think they hope for warm weather at the Phoenix Open? Anybody listening have have an idea of why they hope for warm weather at the Phoenix Open. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guess. Kenny John, give me a guess why all the guys hope for warm weather at the Phoenix Open. It's not hard to figure out. Okay, you're gonna win the prize if you guess this. Okay. Uh, this is what every single guy that goes to the Phoenix Open is hoping for warm weather at the Phoenix Open. And Kenny John has guessed it. Non-Minnesota in February clothing. And in particular, that would be worn by the females. And that is what they're hoping for. And that's what they're going to get this week. So they're all pumped up about the fact that it's going to be incredible out there. So what do you have to look forward to at the Phoenix Open? There's going to be a lot of rowdiness. There's going to be a lot of uh, drunkenness. There's going to be massive crowds because it's Super Bowl week. It's going to be the most great weather, Super Bowl week in Phoenix. It will be the biggest crowds ever at the Phoenix Open. Total Coliseum stands on 16, 17, and 18. Not, it's an elevated event elevated event and it is and they have an incredible field okay i saw one tweet they said they got 23 out of the 24 top players in the world i'm like out of what list of course it's the world golf ranking the bogus world golf ranking list they're going off of but but i'm not knocking the fact that they do have a great field i mean they've got everybody there that that everybody's there that doesn't play on the liv tour other than that, they got everybody there. So they got a great field, great weather, massive gallery. And I think the players love to play for the, the, the big gallery because it's a unique experience. They don't, they don't get it. They feel like they're, you know, they're at a major championship. It's going to be fantastic. I, I mean, you know, it, it, it is, who's going to win? I mean, I don't think it matters. You know who wins? The charities win. And 
you know, and, and that's the most important thing, really. I mean, it's and, and people in Phoenix don't call it the Phoenix Open. They don't call it the Waste Management. They just refer to it as the Open. Are you going to the Open? That's what they always say. And like Kenny John just said, it's, it's like a festival that's got a golf tournament also going on. And the thing that I love, the thing that I love, this is my favorite thing. You want to know my favorite thing? I'm going to tell you my favorite thing. My favorite thing is how the PGA Tour takes credit for this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Seriously? Seriously? I mean, they bring, they bring the tournament to town, okay? Who do you think puts all, who do you think sells all this stuff? Who comes up with all these ideas? Who makes all this money for charity? Who figures out to build a coliseum on 16, 17, and 18 and have a pre-tournament concert that makes $5 million or whatever? They paid, who knows what, they probably paid over a million dollars. I'm sure they did. They paid over, oh, I know they did. They paid over a million dollars for, for Maroon 5 to come there, and they still probably made $5 million off the thing. That is the Thunderbirds. They are the one, and they are an incredible organization. So I am a big huge fan of the Phoenix Open. Can't wait to, you know, watch on TV. Uh, probably won't be attending myself. I, I, I did. I, I, I attended. I saw the, the uh, concert and I saw the setup and I thought this is, this is just the absolute coolest thing uh, there is. Caddy John points out that, that what the, uh, the golf course looks like at the uh, 50 weeks out of the year. Okay. It looks, it, it, it looks a little different for sure. But what's one thing that's interesting, all, everything you see out there that they construct, it's all temporary. Now I'm not sure why they do that. I've, I've, I've heard that it's because when you build a temporary structure, you don't have to build it to code and everything else. And they can so so they literally spend four months a year. It might it's either four or four and a half months a year, putting up all the infrastructure, all the stands, all the bleachers, all the boxes. They spend four and a half months putting it up and four and a half months taking it down. And they'll take it down and it'll be empty for about three months. And then the next thing you know, they put it all up again, and uh, they do it, do it again and again and again. And I thought, you know what? Why don't, why don't they just build it a temporary structure? And who knows? Maybe someday they will, because when people come to play at the TPC Scottsdale, which is where the Phoenix Open is, they love to be able to play that 16th hole because they've seen it on TV so much, and it's so cool hitting in that that. Uh, they call it the Coliseum. It, it is uh, it is definitely, definitely cool. So Adam Levine did the concert. And, uh, of course, he was on my show, The Haney Project. And he's 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 still a big golfer. He loves to – he frequents the Discovery Land properties, which is uh, the owned by Mike Melman, the greatest golf properties in the world. And – Adam Levine loves to hit balls and loves to play, and he's pretty good. He, I mean, he doesn't play as good as he swings, but if you saw him swing, 
you would definitely think he was a single-digit handicap. He may not get that score, but he'll definitely show some flashes of that and uh, and have a lot of great holes. So he, he's he's gotten pretty good. He's he's a a pretty darn good player. I think the big thing to to look for in golf, PGA Tour wise. What are the feels like? I think we got an idea. What are the feels like at the non-elevated events? And then how long do these non-elevated events stay? How long are sponsors willing to pay the amount of money they do for a a non-elevated event? And then the next thing is, is do they, does does the PGA Tour switch the elevated events and non-elevated events to try to keep sponsors happy. My guess is they probably go through and they say, okay, uh, if you'll sign up for four years of sponsorship, your tournament will be an elevated event two of the four years. Or your tournament, you know, the guys, well, but if you'll pay this much, your tournament will be an elevated event for three out of four years. If you pay this much, your tournament will be an elevated event for four out of four years. I think that's the way it's probably going to go. That kind of would make the most sense and would probably allow them to charge the most. I think that's probably what we're going to end up seeing in terms of the of the PGA Tour. All right, I got to wrap it up. Um, I want to remind everybody of a couple things. One, uh, check out nofilter.net. And all the great programming on there. I'm recording on there uh, on a pretty regular basis. So you can find me on nofilter.net and you can pop in and ask questions on there. And then uh, two other things. HaneyUniversity.com. That's my website. That's where you can find out information about coming to Paradise Valley, Arizona, coming to my studio and getting golf lessons from me. Or you can also register for my free instructional videos and then, of course, if you have the aches and pains, get my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream because it will definitely help you out. Appreciate all you guys joining me. Thanks for the questions. Uh, always fun to talk off, and we will be back soon on the Hank Haney Podcast. All the best, guys. Thanks. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 